Social learning isn't new, but the ways that we socialize are. This podcast by Your Instructional Designer explores strategies, technologies, and theories about how we learn and grow together in the workplace. You'll leave with actionable insights and hands-on application activities, and an invitation to share what you learned in the Social Learning Lab community. And we are live. Hi, Rocio. Hi, Diego. How's everybody doing today? I'm good. How That's are you? Good. Right. So if you're listening right now, we are very excited that you're here because this is our first ever episode of the Social Learning Lab, which is a pod class all about social learning. So that's kind of a duff, I'm sure. But, you know, we're hoping to bring social learning experiences and ways of thinking about social learning from all across industries, fields, not just specific to L&D to help us think about how we can create more impactful learning experiences and ways for connecting people. So maybe let's take a second and just introduce ourselves for those who don't know who we are yet. Hi everyone, my name is Diego. I'm a learning design intern at Your Instructional Designer. I'm also a student at Fairleigh Dickinson University going into my junior year and playing men's volleyball. And I'm very excited to be a part of this team and be a part of enlightening everyone on what we are about as a company. Hi everyone, my name is Rocio. I'm the junior project manager over here at Your Instructional Designer. As a project manager, I make sure that all our projects are on time, on budget, and within scope. I'm also a social learning advocate, so I'm really excited to be here with you all and to learn together in this journey. And I'm Nicole Papiano Lugara. I'm the founder and one of the learning strategists here at Your Instructional Designer. I'm very proud of this team and these two in particular, and very thankful that they are going on this journey with us, you, me, all together. In case you don't know about your instructional designer, let me give you our two-second elevator spiel. We are a learning and people development agency that creates social learning experiences for distributed teams. So essentially, our whole concept is that we help connect people through learning so that your organization can move faster, can be more effective and efficient in the things that you want to do, and can accelerate your growth. So social learning is at the very heart of everything that we do. And it gets me personally out of bed in the morning. I get excited to create these social learning experiences. and. That is why we're bringing this podcast to you today. So we're just going to get right in here. I want to ask all of you, you know, I know why I started thinking about social learning, but you're both kind of dragged in, if you will, or at least we're inspired enough by what we're doing as an organization to want to be a part of it. Why social learning? Like what about it resonates with you? I was um, intrigued by Nicole's elevator speech when I did my interview, and it kind of sold it because this idea of building communities is really important to me, especially in a school atmosphere. Now with everything changing in the world, everything going more digital, these digital cohorts are very important, and learning aspects of stuff like that is also very important to all of us, especially as students. I think it's the new approach to how we learn and how we communicate. And through this you know, new idea and philosophy of e-learning and social learning, we're able to communicate better and more effectively with each other. And I think going forward, it's going to help me build my resume and repertoire of how I go about the world and see the world and approach the world when I go into being in a business setting. For me, you know, I, I started at your instructional designer as a learning design intern too. And I was part of the shift of your instructional designer from, you know, a regular instructional design learning experience design um, 
company to shifting into, you know, uh, social learning. So I've been there. I have been through the learning. I have been through all the hiccups. I have been through all of it. Um, and for me, and I, every time someone asks me this question, it's about social learning is like the basic human way of learning things. Right. No matter where you are, whether if you're at work, if you're at home, if you're at school, if you're with your friends, that's how we learn how to do things. And like Diego said, nowadays, everything is shifting, especially after the COVID pandemic. And as the world gets more um, isolated with technology, I think that people now has to be you have to be intentional about putting these social learning moments within the workplace, within the learning experience in everything that we do. So um, that's my why. Like, I want to make sure that we're working towards this. And maybe we might be one of the few people doing this right now, but the hope is that more people catch on and this is something that's incorporated in everything that we do. And when people are designing learning experiences, this is one of the pillars. Like, we have to incorporate social learning. Um, so, yeah. So for me, um, why I transitioned, because like Rosie said, no, your instructional designer didn't start off as a social learning specialized organization, but there's, there's a few things. So one, I just looked within myself and I was like, I'm feeling burnt out. The e-learning building, it isn't satisfying me anymore. What is it that I really feel matters because our tagline, our motto trademarked motto at this point is make learning that matters. And so I started to think about what matters to me and it came from people connecting with people and that didn't have to be in person. I, I have many, many moments in my life where mm -hmm. I connected with people online and that turned into long-term learning opportunities, mentorships, and just feeling nice because I was bonding with other people who either understood what I understood or understood more than I understood and could help me. And so I started to think about that and I started to think about how much, um, growth I had experienced just by being on things like LinkedIn and Instagram, where I met people like um, Vanessa Alzate and Robin Sargent and Christopher Lynn, people who really helped to sort of my sounding board and shape my path as I move forward. And that was it. That was the answer. I was like, I cannot in good faith um, continue to produce e-learning that does not make any connection to people. Um, does not help them work together, collaborate, connect together. This world is becoming increasingly more isolated. It's lonely at people who are, you know, are meaner. Um, people are more, I would say, divided and, you know, into cliques or groups and things like that. And so social learning to me at the biggest, widest, most beautiful vision is an opportunity to make people kinder and feel better about themselves about being here about being human so that's a big why <laughs> no and i think nicole you have a good point because even like within the college setting especially now looking at it it is very isolated and it's for me especially being a leader on my sat committee and stuff like that that's what we're trying to rebuild is how do we get these people back to being what it used to be like because before the covid pandemic everybody seemed to be connected everybody seemed to know each other and now after it's like everybody wants to be isolated from each other they don't want to really engage with each other in the community and it's really having to rebuild that and i think what we're doing here is rebuilding those communities that have been fallen or broken apart i love that and i want to put you on the spot for a minute diego because when we are interviewing for your learning design internship there is something you said that made me go this person gets it and um, so you were talking about how you thought about designing um 
Saks social media. I don't know if you remember what you told me. So when I started with the Saks social media, it was very like not put together and everything. And so when I took over, it was like, okay, I want to create this social media account that puts out the voices of every student athlete because it's about everyone. It's not just about the leaders or about, you know, the um, athletic directors. It's about who we are as an athletic program. And it's about the voices of each person and each person's voice needs to be heard and shined. And so that was the biggest thing for me was changing that outlook in order to get everybody involved and engaged is, you know, showing that their voice matters and your voice is important in this world. And you have a contribution to not only your team, but to the society around you. Yes, that was it. <laughs> right? It was about building this community. And you said something else, which was the result of that. I think you said that, you know, once you started talking to people and showing voices, it translated not just into social media stuff, which I thought was super interesting. No, for sure. I mean, past social media, I mean, we got so much engagement within our community. We've ran equality games, mental health games, and the community outside of just the athletic program has really gotten involved with it. And, you know, it really was a true representation of what a community can come together and build around them. And I think, you know, with FDU going to March Madness and everything, us having that sense of community really drove it more. And I really was, you know, appreciative of my team that I had with me that helped me pull through it and stuff like that. So it was really a great opportunity to see that little social media account can really grow an engagement community outside of, you know, just online networks and stuff like that. It can grow the community in person and rebuild those connections. Yes, that's so awesome. And, you know, I, I hope that through this podcast, people can apply some of these principles to do exactly that for their organizations. And obviously internally, that's our goal. You know, it's not about the learning. It is about the learning because obviously the company is hiring us to make their people do things better, faster, uh, less costly. But ultimately, the goal for me is people, making them move forward. Um, so thank you for sharing that video. Like I said, it's definitely, it was like the thing. Like I could have put it on t-shirts. Like that was the thing that I was like, we don't need. I can't talk to anyone else. <laughs> I mean, I did. We talked to other people, but you know, that was the thing where I was like, this is going to be a tough interview to beat <laughs> because he gets it. Um, what about you, Rocio? What have your experiences with social learning been like? And it, it can be for your ID, but it certainly doesn't have to be like, does anything stick out in your mind? Um, I mean, like I said, like I've been social learning all my life, right? Um, growing up, you, you know, you learn how to ride a bike, you learn how to walk, you learn how to do things by watching others and receiving feedback and trying it again. Um, you know, when when I moved to the United States, I had to learn English and there was a lot of social learning aspects in that, right? Like a lot of my English doesn't come from my classroom experience with the teacher in front of me teaching me. My experience comes from my peers, um, from me kind of copying what my peers said, how they say it, right? Uh, what words do they use? How The intonation that they use, right? Like all of that was learned through social interaction. Um, and, you know, I can name a lot of things that I have learned in social learning. And then now within our work, right? We also use social learning. That's one of our big things here at your instructional designer, because, you know, we talk the talk, but we walk the walk. So, um, that's part of what we do at work every day. I feel like I'm learning every single day from everyone in our team. Um, so I don't know, like, I don't have like a big specific one, but 
I would say that it's kind of like we do it every day and we don't notice it, right? Like every day, we <laughs> yeah. do this every single day and uh, we don't notice it and until we have to like think about it. Um, but, you know, within a work community and I like the work community, how you used it, Diego. I think part of social learning is bringing that community aspect um, to everything that we do. Because again, technology is an amazing tool and we're getting all this like technology advancements, but it's isolating because the more technology we get, the more we don't need our community to, to learn from. So we have to be intentional about this social learning moments. Um, and I think it's so important and why is a big part of my why. Um, because we have all this social media, all this social stuff, but it's not really social, right? Like there's not a, a community aspect to it. So um, I don't know. I feel like this is the key for at least the next big thing is going to be social learning. So I'm really excited to see um, what happens and how it develops. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping you're right. Let's take our business on it. <laughs> but I, I do think that's true. So, I mean, there are lots of forms of social learning and we'll talk about them all season long, but that aren't necessarily community-based, right? Like you watch someone do yeah. something and that's technically social learning because you're learning from social influence, but being intentional, especially when you transition to these digital spaces or you have distributed teams, whether it's like everybody's remote or just everybody's a frontline worker, so they can't do training at the same time, right? Um, in all of those instances, if you're not being intentional in how you design the community, then you're not going to get the results you hope to see, or you could even cause harm. But that's a, another talk for another time, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I said before, there are a whole bunch of reasons why personally I, I put us into this social learning. But I'll talk about one that I actually thought was really good and kind of an example of workplace learning. So way before I launched from data to design, which is our needs analysis and consulting program, I took an online course myself and um, it was about creating courses, ironically, right? Because I'm, you know, in theory, an expert in creating online courses at this point in my career, but I wanted to hear about the marketing and see that. And so the course itself was embedded in a community and we had these accountability groups, which are things I've pulled into many of my own ways of thinking about digital cohorts, just as a FYI, but the, the training itself was okay. And I think that's how most people feel when they go through workplace training. Like, yeah, like I needed to know these few things, whatever, but they're really more like resources. When I need to do this part of the process, I'll come back and look at it. Uh, the community part was, was useful because I could source a lot of information, but the most meaningful part of the cohort experience was the fact that people are going through the same things at the same time. And then um, these three other women who are in my sort of accountability group, we stayed meeting way after the course had closed, way after the cohort was done. It's been several years now and I still check in on them. Sometimes I'll hear from you know, them about things we're doing in their, our business or things they're doing in their business. And so that to me is the power of social learning. We are continuing to learn from each other, even though the formal training event has, has ended. Um, 
or I should say that's really the power of cohort learning because social learning is a really broad umbrella. But that was the thing, again, when I like started to inventory, well, how am I not going to burn out in this field? How am I going to keep our business doing meaningful work? Those were like the experiences that really shined for me. I'm also super nerdy. (laughs) Take from that what you will. Yeah. So this is kind of what you have to expect this season. Us three will be together. We'll be apart. We'll have special guests. Um, Let me just tell you about some of what's to come in terms of the episodes. So we'll be talking about the brain and social learning. So if you're a neuroscience nerd, that episode is definitely going to be one you want to check out. Uh, We'll be talking about social influence because influence has a ton to do with how we design great learning experiences and also just how we think about how we're connecting people, making spaces inclusive, not inclusive, ethical, not ethical, all of that. Uh, We'll be doing some talking about knowledge sharing that is an inherently social act, psychological safety and its effect on social learning. That's going to be a big one because you know you can't have great social learning experiences without that psychological safety. Um, We'll be talking a bit about creating learning communities and uh, immersive spaces. And we'll also be talking about social learning networks, which is a thing we love to create here. (laughs) So if any of that interests you, just know that that's what's coming. And so we hope you'll check out the next few episodes. Um, Yeah. Is there anything else that the two of you want to talk about or say before we turn to like our big pod class assignment no i'm i'm really excited for what's to come and social learning we're gonna be learning right along with you right because some of these topics when we bring in guest speakers those could be you know potential new topics that we are learning about right along with whoever is listening out there um so again practicing that social learning uh within this pod class Um, So really excited to go on this learning journey with everyone and, you know, getting social and intentional about getting social. So yes, for sure. I think everybody's in for a good treat. We're going to definitely bring some new ideas to the table and really revolutionize the pod class idea and bring it to the podcast scene. Um, And I think, you know, for everyone, a part of this journey with us your social learning, because as we're mentioning, like we said, we're going to bring in speakers and everything. All of us are on this journey together and everyone's going to learn something new together. And I think that's the thing that we're wanting to build with y'all is this community within our followers and our listeners and as long along with our each other as well. So we're in for a great journey with y'all. All right. So we are coming to a close in our first episode, but not without the weekly assignment. So Rocio, take it away. So for your first experiment this week, the reason we are a pod class and not a podcast, we want you to think about social learning in your life. What are instances where you can remember where social learning has been present in a learning experience? It could be at work, it could be at home, it could be a memory from when you were a child. Um, whatever it is, we want you to be thinking about how social learning has in- in- impacted your journey. And as part of your assignment, we encourage you to share your stories with us on Facebook at our Facebook group, The Social Learning Lab, a pod class about social learning at work. Yes, so this podcast is a social learning experience itself. As Rocio said, we've got a great experiment with a great brief for you in the community every week or every episode, I should say. 
So each time you listen, there will be a new experiment, which is something you can do actively in your organization or self-reflection so that you can improve your own ability to create and consider social learning experiences. And so that Facebook group is the Social Learning Lab. Um, the URL is facebook.com slash groups slash social learning lab. So we can't wait to hear from you. Uh, we can't wait to see you in our community and we're looking forward to having you along for this entire first season. So if you're listening, please give us feedback, subscribe if you liked it, share it with the community so we can build a really wonderful, supportive group of social learning enthusiasts. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep making learning that matters.